0: Hey, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. Today, I have a guest, which I know is exciting because... There's always fun, cool people showing up here. And my friend Whitney is definitely one of those people. Now, if you've been hanging around for a while, getting deeper and deeper into how to tap your intuition, especially when it comes to abundance and life purpose and getting on your path, you are going to love my guest, Whitney. She is someone I met through the magical forces of the universe, one of our mutual friends said, hey, I think you two would really jive together. They did not use that word jive. Only I do from my 1970s background. And I was like, that's awesome. I love new connections. And as soon as I got on the Zoom call, because this was during COVID when we don't meet people in person anymore. As soon as I got on the Zoom call with Whitney, I immediately, immediately felt like she was that we were on the same page and she was one of my peoples. So Whitney comes with a rich background in metaphysical gifts, and she has now dedicated her life to sharing those gifts with others and helping them tap their own gifts. She also approaches business and life in ways that I know you can relate to where you know people come first and then everything else afterwards. And it's all about What we do with these tools that we have access to, how they change our lives, how we can make an impact in the world, and do it in a way where we honor our own energy and balance what we need in the world. So, if that sounds good to you, I'm really excited to bring Whitney on. Whitney, welcome. Thank you,
1: Patty. I'm really excited to be here. And I also use the word jive, so I totally
0: understand. Oh, my goodness. rock on. Um okay, so I gave them how I came to know you, but what are the official things you think people would like to know about or maybe would help them know about to get to know you better?
1: Sure. So, I'm a certified medium and my passion is really to help spiritual and ambitious souls really claim their specific unique intuitive gifts. And connect with their spirit guides to move forward in living their life purpose and abundance. And through really the experience I've had with spirit and how they've been so helpful in my life, I've passed along these insights and information to my students and to my peers. And I've seen some, let's just say, magic happen <laughs> in their lives too. Because I truly believe that we're all here to live our purpose And it's like, if we're not living our purpose, I don't know what else there is to do here. So I really like to help people align more with that spiritual part of themselves, their joy, their freedom, their their excitement. And we have our wonderful spirit guides around us as, I like to call them the navigators of our path. So we have our inner compass with our intuition, our spirit guides who are our navigators And I think it's really important that
0: we listen. So that's pretty much what I'm about. I love those two metaphors that it's like the compass and the navigator. So that's really simple. And it helps us kind of anchor ourselves in understanding what it's all about. What do you think is the main reason? This is just something I really find fascinating is what do you find is the reason that people disconnect from this toolkit, this This source of wisdom, this source of guidance, because I don't remember what your journey was like early on in life, but I've shared like mine, I was blocked from these gifts for most of my life. And maybe share a little bit about what your journey was like with your gifts and then why you think people are blocked. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, my journey with the
1: gifts, when I was young, I saw everything, Uh, I saw faces, I saw people. And at some point, I saw this man come into my room when I was really, really young to the point where I thought it was my dad and there was there was no answer. Um, I thought, well, it has to be my mom then, no answer. I got so scared. I just ran right through this man at, to my mom and dad's bedroom and made them check for a footprint. So at an early age, I saw things, but I didn't understand what those things meant. I didn't understand what those things were. I also felt things as well, but I didn't know how to communicate it or what that meant either. So from an early age, I was all interested in this unseen, unknown world to try to make sense of it. And I kept becoming curious about it. And then at some point, my abilities became so online that it scared me. And I shut them down. And I ran away from them for about, let's say, maybe 10 years or so, probably less than that, maybe five years. And when I did that, it was like I had no navigators in my life. I wasn't listening to my internal compass. And I got off on this other road that did not serve me. I was tired, I had shut energetically down, and I wasn't living my purpose. So it took a huge wake up call. And I got really, really sick. I was at a place where I was getting ready to apply for disability. I had been to all the doctors, I didn't really know what was wrong. And I finally, it was the last resort went to this place where we had these abilities and tools accessible to us where i received energy healing i connected with other people that channeled spirit guides and it was like in 4 days some wonderful things happened where my health drastically improved and i became more open to my spiritual abilities again it was so drastic in fact patty that i was in a different state when i had this happen where i was having all these miraculous things you know, opening up and my energy opening up to spirit. And I flew back home and my dad picked me up from the airport, but he kept staring at me and he'd just circle back around. He'd stare at me again. Like, And then just keep leaving. And I caught him and I said, why do you keep staring at me? And then you just keep leaving. Like, can you stop so I can get in the car? And he said, oh, is that you? I thought it looked kind of like you, but you had so much energy. and you had this big smile. And I didn't, I just thought that couldn't be you because he knew me before I went on this trip and had these transformations. So I needed Patty, the slap in the face to say, this is okay. Stop running from it. And it's part of your abilities that you have. So that leads me to the two most common reasons. One is lack of education. When we come into this world, we are born with an intuitive language. And we have this intuitive language to speak and it looks a little differently for each person depending on how our energy is designed. However, when we are, most of us I'll say, when we are growing up, we're taught to focus on the tangible things right in front of us. We're taught to focus on ego and to learn all the logic and ego and logic are wonderful. I don't believe we can ever get ego completely out of our lives because we need it to survive in the world, but we're not taught to harness our intuition, which is this intangible feeling sight, sound, knowing And so it's this language that is just undeveloped. And so it's always there in the back somewhere. We just have to bring it forward. And then the second reason why I believe that so many of us are just not tapping into it is fear, largely because of movies or some other conditioned belief where there's a fear of the unseen or the unknown, because again, we focus right on the tangible things. There's this fear of, well, if I develop this, does this mean that you know some bad things may happen? Or if I develop this, does it mean that my life may change if I listen to it? So sometimes we fear this, the bad things, and sometimes we fear, oh my gosh, change as well. And the way I teach and, and the way that our spirit guides work with us, there's nothing to fear as the bad stuff. And so it's this reconditioning of wait a minute, I have this ancient language accessible to me at all times and i just need to to learn it because unfortunately we're not taught this in school and so so many of us are in our adult lives where we say oh wait a minute i have this let me cultivate this skill set
0: mm, i love that and it, even i think we're we're untaught it because we're like if we have sort of a feeling about something kind of in the traditional educational system it's like prove it you know that they show the facts, like back it up, right? So Mm -hmm. if the only backup you have to it is I feel it, that can really be taught out of us. Don't you think so? A hundred percent. Most
1: of the time we have these sensitivities already on some level. Some of us have more sensitivity when we incarnate. Some of us have less, but regardless, if you're out there listening, know that it doesn't matter. You can increase your sensitivity at any time in your life. With that, we'll communicate. You know, I have this knowing or I have this feeling. And a lot of times the caregivers around us when we're young mean very well. They don't want us to be scared or they may pass it off as something that we're making up. But in fact, it is real. T- it is knowledge, like it is valid. And so we're taught to forget it. Absolutely. We're, we're taught to not think about it which is unfortunate, but the good news is that you can get it back. So I think that's the thing sometimes people say is, well, I used to, but I lost it. Nope, you didn't lose it. It's just been closed into a, a little shelf somewhere. <laughs> we can open up that shelf in that box and bring it out. And really thinking, you know, we're here to, to really live purpose. And so if you go back to that example where we're in this vehicle our spirit guides are the navigators, our intuitions, our compass, the vehicles, our body, the road we're riding on is what? It's our path, which we hope, but sometimes we can get off on those side roads when we shut the compass off or we lose our navigation system, but we can always get back on the main path or the main highway. So there's always that, that roundabout way to get there. The question is who's driving and who are you letting drive? (laughs) So hopefully
0: it's, it's you and your higher self. Uh, Yeah. Or have you hitched a ride on someone else's vehicle? (laughs) You're that little
1: like (laughs) sidecar. Exactly. Yes. It's like, Oh, wait a minute. My, my tire was flat. I'm getting towed. (laughs) Yeah, And so you can feel
0: like you're on a path, but you're actually on someone else's path. And that doesn't feel so fun. Oh, I agree. I I made a video about that a while back and I
1: I said, Are you being spiritually hijacked? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like we're we're on someone else's path and road and we're not really living in our purpose. And when we do get back into our our own compass and our own intuition, we do really feel so much more joy and freedom and energy. And I think that's one of the indicators for me in my life when I was on someone else's path, which I was for a long time, actually, it is draining. And that's really, Patty, why I truly feel I got so sick, my body had shut down, I I couldn't really breathe in a sense, the doctors really didn't know what was wrong with me. There were so many different tests. So once I finally basically opened the doors up to who I am and claiming my abilities, Then that's when everything changed. I had more energy and I've seen this happen with others around
0: me as well. Mm, I love that. So do you think that everyone, because you said like we're born with different sensitivities and we can open up. Do you believe everyone's gifts are such that they can talk to their spirit guides? Because this is a big, a big uh, point of... Tension, I guess, in what I've seen people take this path is they so want to get that direct communication from their spirit guides and they doubt, can I? Like, is it right for me or do I have that ability? And what do you think about that?
1: A hundred percent. I believe every single person on the planet has the ability to connect with their spirit guides when they develop their intuition. And a large part of this as well, even if you don't develop your intuition and your spirit guides and you're open to connecting with your guides, if there's some big message they're trying to get across, they'll get it to you in some way, shape or form. But it's easier on a daily communication level of really understanding how you receive their messages. So two things, there's two parts of communication where one part is, Talking, right? We have to talk to our guides. And so, so many people say, Well, they just know what's best for me or they know what I want. And that's one of the things that I say, Wait a minute, they don't. We're assuming our guides are ethical. Our guides aren't going to be, you know, in on every single thing we're thinking. But also, Patty, if we're sitting there talking to ourselves, going, I got to go buy the groceries, I've got to pay the bills. Oh, I'd love for my spirit guides to give me a message. Oh, you know, I got to go feed the dog. They have no way of saying, wait a minute, was that for us? Or was that just your internal mind chatter? So we actually have to be intentional when we talk to our guides. So we can talk to our guides out loud or in our intuitive voice with the intention that they pick up our thought at any time. The key is the second part of communication or the first. However, there's really no priority. It's it's listening, right? That's the part mm-hmm. that a lot of people say, I don't know if I can do this. And so y- the key is to listen and understand to how each person's intuitive information comes in. We're designed differently. And so we have sight, which I call my seer's. We have sound, which I call my owls. We have empaths who feel. And then we have the people who know. And the people who know generally are the ones that feel they struggle the most because they didn't feel, they didn't hear, they didn't see. And so they're feeling like their intuition is almost external. They're like, well, I'm not getting it. When in fact, those who know their body is so, so connected that a thought pops into their mind or the body just goes into action. So if you are driving that car that I keep going back to, and all of a sudden you turn to the left, your body's reacting and you're like, gosh, why am I going down this road? I don't know why I'm going down this road, but my body just kind of took me down this. I'm finding myself here. And then as you're going down that road, it's shorter. Or perhaps you see this beautiful sail, (laughs) or perhaps you're avoiding an accident on another road. Mm. And so knowing that the way that you connect in with your guides is really, really important. And also though, a lot of people will say to me, Winnie, like, I want to know what the answer is or here and here, and you can talk to your guides and get your intuition on a daily basis. But our spirit guides aren't going to give us the exact play-by-play of our life because then we wouldn't learn anything, right? So they will give us those pieces of information that we absolutely need. But sometimes we want it all where we're wanting like the exact thing so we don't make a mistake. And sometimes our guides are like, you need to decide for yourself on this situation as well. But really the key is knowing your energy and how your energy is designed to receive their messages. Mm, I love
0: that. And I think, you know, what I see for a lot of people, and this is how it was early on in my journey is you get the message, but you doubt it simply because it's not logical. And so I'm curious if you have any good stories where the, your spirit guides have given you direction or maybe you've seen it with a client where you're at liberty to share their story where they gave direction and it was ignored, 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 but then when it was finally followed, good stuff happened. Oh, I've got a good
1: one for my own
0: my own personal
1: records. <laughs> Thats what I'll say. So we were, well, I've got several. I'm like, which one do I share? One of the ones that's my favorite is when we were moving to Sedona, we had lived on the East coast and we were there for a good while. And I kept feeling this call to move to Sedona. And at the time I was in the process of adopting my daughter. And we also had my husband's work and my work as well. And I kept like really wanting to go to Sedona. And Uh, it didn't really make any logical sense as far as all of the, let's say, red tape that we had to work around. And we finally just said, we're going. And we completely trusted, even though the paperwork wasn't wrapped up with the adoption, and there was a lot of different hoops to jump through. And we didn't even know where we were going to live. And every single thing worked out and it was like night and day. Oh, we're we're leaving. We're going to leave in two months. This is what it's going to be. I have to go here. And we rented a house sight unseen and the paperwork was complete and everything worked out completely fine, which is really, really beautiful. Another one that comes to mind was in 2019, it was in July of 2019, I got this very clear message, Patty, to close my in-person office. And I thought, well, why am I going to do that? I I can't close my in-person office. It's this beautiful office in Sedona with all these beautiful views. And why am I going to do that? I I could still work from here. I could teach some in-person classes if I wanted to. And so this Permeating thought kept coming in over and over to close the office. And so finally, we made the decision in January to close the office. And I think our final day was like January 31st or maybe the 1st of February. And we closed the office, and then COVID hit. Mm. And I thought, thanks, Spirit. (laughs) So helpful, so helpful that we were able to do this. And, and also we, that showed us too, oh, we can work for home from home. We don't necessarily have to have another office space to go into to work. So those are just some that come up, but Patty, there's so many, I feel like I can't tell you all of them right now, or we'd be here for, for hours, (laughs) but I love them so much.
0: I love that. And I, well, I like those stories because I think as people start on this journey or continue on this journey, I think we always need these stories is what I see is someone will say, but like in your case, in that first story is, well, you know, my, I'm adopting my daughter. I can't mess around with this. You know, I can't, I don't even know if we're going to have like a good place to live, quote unquote. And as we start to understand that you're more protected when you listen to this body of wisdom, than you are when you look at the facts, then the more abundant your journey gets. Oh, a
1: hundred percent. And I will say, the more you trust, there'll be another story right after that that you you learn to trust more. And we have had so many. I will say I have a a student of mine that took one of my programs in Tuition Abundance Academy. And she kept feeling in her soul that she was no longer wanting to do this job anymore. And she knew her life purpose and she start, she was going to start her own business. And so she decided, even though her ego was kind of like, this makes no logical sense. She said, okay, I'm turning in my notice. I'm no longer doing this. And she said she spent two weeks after that kind of in that ego place of, well, but wait a minute! Should we have done that? And then her intuition's like, yes, still do this, still do this. And so, anyway, two weeks later, someone approached her with a new job opportunity to go into a partner. And anyway, she also made twenty two thousand dollars in one day. <laughs> so yeah. she said, "Okay, all right, this this really works."
0: You know, what's so fascinating about that story? Just like a little side note is that I just happened to look at the time on the on where we were on the recording because I wanted to know, you know, like how much more time we had left. And it was at right when you start that story, it was at 22 minutes and 22 seconds.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: That's so beautiful. That's a great confirmation. A little exclamation point on that story. (laughs) For those of you listening, pay attention. So yeah, because I find, you know, probably the story I've told the most here on this podcast is the creation of the receiving school, which you know, that was my spirit guide said, you're, you know, four days, I was four days away from launching my mastermind, which was a six figure, typically a six figure launch. And they were like, no, instead of selling this, I forget if it was an eight or $10,000 program, you're going to sell this thousand dollar product that you have no information on. Right. And like, obviously I was pretty far down the line of knowing not to ignore this guidance. And I was like, all right, and here I am with a completely different business model, this super successful program, you know, and but in that moment, logic would have said you're insane for doing for doing this. Oh yes, a hundred percent. And I will say it's almost
1: as if we've set up on some level with our higher self these little tests too. And it's like, once we say yes to those opportunities, because our spirit guides give us these opportunities, obviously they clearly told you, here's an opportunity for the receiving school, do this. And when you say yes, you start to really see your abundance level really shift. And that abundance being internal of feeling like empowered and also feeling aligned with where your next phase is in in your path. And really aligning with your, your intuition to connect and receive those messages from your guides. And you start to see what's possible. Because when we're conditioned to only operate from our ego and from our brain, we see so many limiting beliefs and we find ourselves in this box and we just don't see all the opportunity or we see it for others, but we think it can't happen to us. And everyone's opportunities are different. We all start at different levels and different different areas of our life. We all have different challenges. But what's really beautiful is the more that we say yes, then we start to trust more. And then we do it again. And then we trust more. And then we just start up leveling, which is really, really beautiful. And your abundance just increases spiritually, and definitely financially as well from what I've seen.
0: And so that's interesting because you're using the word abundance. And I, I know you and I agree on what this word means, but could you maybe share a bit about how you define abundance?
1: Absolutely. So I always say that people sometimes think abundance is external. You know, they, they see it as money. They see it as things or tangible items, And while that can be a beautiful part of abundance or let's say a side effect of abundance or however you want to look at it, I truly believe that abundance is internal. It's an internal way of being and thinking and understanding that we can have spiritual abundance, financial abundance. And I do believe that abundance can be defined differently with, with each person. The core, though, I believe of abundance is joy and freedom. And really feeling that empowered freedom and abundance of self. And then we expand our frequency with abundance. So with our frequency, if we're operating in a place where we really don't love our job, we're not on our life path, and we haven't connected with our guides, we have lower energy. And so we're not really going to have that place of abundance because we are just operating not from a full battery. The more that we align with ourselves and connect with our guides and our intuition, we start to expand our frequency. We start to feel more energized because we start making decisions in alignment with our path that light us up, give us more energy. And so we continue to expand, expand, expand. And with abundance, we get to share. We share our light with others. And the more we share our light with others, and the more we feel that abundant place, we have more joy and freedom in our life. And Patty, some people's freedom looks really different. Some people's freedom are, I'm going to travel all over the world. Some people might say, I want a house and that's freedom for me because I want a lot more space. So I can go away and recharge from my family sometimes. And so it can take on, I know me too. (laughs) So it can take on these material things, but it really goes back to what I truly believe is what you enjoy and the freedom that it, how, and how it manifests in that way.
0: So what would you say to someone if they're listening to this and they're like, all right, this sounds really good. And, and I, the part that you've talked about that I think is particularly of interest that I hear a lot of people questioning is, am I on my path? Kind of, am I right walking the right road? What would you say is their first step? I'd say the first step,
1: to be honest, is really getting in touch with your intuition. Like that is key. And I know that a lot of times we want to know right or wrong, this is what it is. However, the key is to go back to that first simple step of how do you get your intuitive information? And that's where I would say to start. The more that you start and really understand how it comes in, this is the key. Then the next step after that is communicating with your spirit guides. And once you have those two steps down, it makes your decisions a whole lot better. Because if you're on your path and you feel energized, you feel lit up, you feel like this is right, that's a great indication you're on your path. If you are questioning it, there's something there that's off there is what I believe. So if you're questioning it, it there can be something of, okay, something's a little off. And depending on who you are and what it is, it could be totally different if you're just like I was, or I was drained, I was tired, I was on somebody else's path. Or you could be on your path, except perhaps there's a little tweak that you need to make. So for instance, I'm a medium and I started my business years ago doing one-on-one readings. However, as I was on my path, I had to really listen to my intuition and my guides to pivot and really I love teaching. So I stopped doing one-on-one readings. So I was pretty much on the path, right? I needed to make a tweet to it so that I could do teaching full-time. And that's from my spirit guides and listening to my intuition. And I have a strong seeing part of myself with my messages, but I also have a really strong channeler vibe, which I say is the intuitive language of the body. And so my body will just shut down if I'm not supposed to be doing something as well. And other people may get different messages such as feeling or hearing too.
0: Mm, So good. So you are really great at sharing how to do this, how to connect to your messages or the way your body, your spirit communicates and how to connect to your path. And I know you have an awesome new training coming up. So... Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: I love doing this. This is so much fun. We do this at least once a year and it's the intuition and abundance challenge where you remove blocks to strengthen your intuition and attract abundance with your spirit guides. There are so many ahas that happen over these five days together. And it's this wonderful community that comes through to really open up and share And it's amazing to see what comes out of this. People are sharing aha moments and their blocks that they go, oh my gosh, I've been holding onto this block for how many years? And they feel lighter and they get their first intuitive message or they feel like I'm finally connected with it again. And so I love it, not only because there's so many ahas and it's so much energy in a good way, But also it's fun to share the abundance with others too. And we have fun prizes as well. So we talk about how to align your energy with abundance, which we look at identifying and removing old beliefs, maybe even holding onto that keep you from moving to your next abundant level financially or spiritually. We'll also talk about how to listen to your intuition, even if you've been ignoring it forever, or maybe just ignoring it for a year. Who knows? Everyone's different. And it's important though, to learn the four intuitive types. So we talk about them in a way that is not necessarily the way that maybe other people have shared before. And so we talk about how it is that the energy is designed to where you get your messages. We'll also talk about three new relationships you need for financial abundance and how spirit guides can help create your new reality now that you've removed some of these blocks, which is really, really important because you want to continue to expand your frequency. And the more that you've got some of these things in place, especially knowing five key steps on how to communicate with your guides, you're in a really good foundational spot to continue to up level and move forward.
0: I love that. So that is starting on May 17th. Am I right? That's day one of the challenge.
1: Yes, that is day one of the challenge. And we would love to see everybody go ahead and sign up the week before. So you can dive into our private Facebook community and start connecting with others and really amp up your energy. And I find that People just by being in the Facebook group, they've said they feel so supported because mm. a lot of times people may not have that support in their personal life where maybe their family doesn't quite believe in this, or they, their family may be okay with spiritual things, but they may have a scarcity mindset or vice versa. And so it's really nice to feel welcomed inside of that community for just before we even get to the challenge.
0: Mm. I love that warm-up feeling. So if you're interested in joining Whitney for this challenge and myself, because I'm playing along, you can go to pattylennon.com forward slash Whitney. I will put that link in the show notes. And I'm excited to see what comes. I'm excited to see what emerges for me. Now, tell me if there's one last piece of wisdom or information that we'd like someone to walk away from this interview with, what would you have that be? I
1: would say that if you're listening out there, know that you are intuitive and that you do have the keys to open that back up. I know that so many people will say to me, Whitney, there's no way I'm intuitive. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, yes, you are. We can just widen it a little bit more. We can open it up. If you feel like you've been locked out forever and it's just a matter of you showing up and being interested and really saying I'm ready. And that's really that first step. So I would love to see inside of the challenge.
0: Awesome. I love that. That is so, wonderful. And I love the idea of a challenge because then it, you've got something tangible to do each day in a series of day and you're supported along the path. So that is just super cool. I love
1: it. I have a friend that took the challenge and she's like, I'm just, I know you, I'm just going to take the challenge with you. I said, okay, great. And she ended up texting me on, so day two is generally where we do some removal of money blocks. And she said, The next day, she woke up with five thousand dollars as a surprise in her account. She's like, "I did not have this open invoice. Like, I somebody just it was like five thousand
0: surprise dollars. That's
1: a little fantastic.
0: So it it is really fun. I want five thousand surprise dollars.
1: All right, exactly. And that's the beauty, though, Patty. Too, it's like we cheer each other on, which is really important and part of abundance. So you know, sometimes people may say, "I did this," and someone else might say, you know, that is amazing. I'm so excited for you. So that's really sharing that place of abundance and encouragement.
0: Mm, So good. All right. So if you want to join me and be led by Whitney in this awesome challenge, go to pattylennon.com forward slash Whitney. Whitney, thank you so much for being here. Is there any last places that you want people connecting with you on or checking you out? I think the link that you gave them is just perfect. And I'm so very excited.
1: If anybody wants to message me on Instagram, feel free. Uh, you can find me at
0: Messenger of Spirit. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Whitney. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people, and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day, and don't forget, always create space for magic.